0: Welcome back to Idiots Tell History, told by this idiot, Charles Hoag, with special guest stars uh, Alex and Maddie. Woo! Yay. Woo! I crushed the audio. Great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Look at that spike. Yeah, nice. why'd you do that? It's definitely clipping.
0: Yeah, why'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, you're trying to literally blame your sound on me. I don't.
0: Yeah, the one I admit that'd to. Be like, minutes, yeah.
2: That'd be like if there was a voice recording of you saying awful things in previous podcasts. You're like, Alex, why'd you say those things? <laughs> oh, I've already said that. <laughs> how, how dare you say you said what? You agreed with Carl Jung, Alex? Really? What? Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, why'd you say that? Yeah. Why do you agree with him hitting on uh, on on women that are patients?
2: Well, he clipped his audio,
0: and that was that's where it started. Yeah. All started when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today's episode it's gonna be a little different than the prior two. Instead of going over the lives of like one or more people from like birth to death, um, today we're gonna to be going over sort of a grab bags worth of different examples of unethical uh, studies that have been conducted in uh, times past. Okay, okay. So I've got some that start off fairly, you know, innocuous, and then ends on one that. Well, makes you want to cry. <laughs> so, this will be a nice arc. Well, depends. You? Oh, yeah. It'll be like the shounen anime arc. Yeah.
2: I guess that depends on how you feel about the study if you'll cry or not. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you really like torturing monkeys, then you'll totally be into it.
2: I mean, I don't know what your demographic is, Charles. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know. <laughs>
0: And your opinion on monkey torture? Oh,
2: excellent. Oh, That's
3: nice. Fantastic. See, <laughs> so yeah, you
0: know. anyway, I have got it. This is going to be on PBS one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to play it on Sesame Street. Oh, God. Elmo liked to kill monkeys. No, you're too good that. What the
3: <laughs> that. was <laughs> so That was an a, Elmo That was scary.
1: <laughs>
0: Elmo said play the fifth... <laughs> All right. So the first of such experiments that we'll be going over today is um, uh, Seligman's Siegel, uh, uh, experiment uh, on learned helplessness, which, in, in, again, instead of in times prior, where I go over like many of the major dates. I'm just gonna be doing sort of a mm-hmm. of a quick overview and let you guys try to digest it and see what y- you think. Learned helplessness. Yes, so essentially what Seligman and other such colleagues were interested in learning was if you could put, if you put someone in a no-win scenario where failure is the only thing that can happen, if you put them in a new situation later where they actually can escape said failure or said like harmful stimulus, what they learned prior will prevent them from uh, trying to escape. Okay. So in, so Seeligman split up his experiments essentially into like two parts, and he was working with dogs. So this is already gonna be a little it's sad, really but sad. nothing too bad. Well, well, okay, I guess if you like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> if
2: you like dogs and don't like monkeys,
0: yeah. <laughs> so um, in the first experiment, he w- he put the dogs in what was called a passive condition where essentially, they were given an inesca- uh They were they were strapped up into like a harness, and on the pads of their feet, they were uh, these electrodes were strapped to them. It looks something like this, just for uh, your own oh. visual representation. Mm-hmm. So there's no escaping that they can't walk away from that. No. They they they're just going to get electrocuted. Nothing uh, nothing that'll cause any long term harm, of course, physically, but psychologically. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It- <laughs> It would be like if I if I since you know we live together if I strap electrodes to the bottom of your feet and then strap you into a harness. Mm-hmm. It would be very much like that.
1: <laughs>
0: why do you keep wanting to look at this? I just wanna, it, it, <laughs> You're like, wow, this looks appealing. Maybe it's kind of. I don't
3: know.
0: I don't know why it.
2: I feel like it looks like it's some kind of <laughs> like <a> propulsion device. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no. These dogs are gonna start flying around by the pads of their feet. It looks like.
2: You, did you ever see? There's like a Discovery Channel show where it was like homemade pumpkin catapults.
0: Yes, yes, I have. It looks like the no. schematics
2: or something like that, oh, but God. with the dog.
0: So that would have been when you were like
2: two. Oh. There's like some series where <laughs> right. like there'd be like a competition to build a catapult to launch a pumpkin as far as you can.
0: There's a yearly. <laughs> I, I forget which state it takes in, but there are yearly pum- pumpkin like launching competitions. That makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of like how people launch salmon's into. uh, I, I had to stop myself from saying into orbit. I meant to say into lakes. God. <laughs> well, I mean, we have launched animals into orbit multiple times. Hell, a, like a Soviet dog I'm died like that a salmon, way. Though. Yeah, but not not with the Yeah. <laughs> <trebuchet. laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! We just need to like strap a rocket to the bottom of the trache, launch it into the air, and then have that launch the salmon once it breaks out of the atmosphere.
3: In Alaska, they they launch cars off of cliffs instead of doing Fourth of July because it, do- it doesn't get dark enough to do
0: fireworks. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I thought that's just what happens when people are drunk driving and they throw.
3: Alaska's a weird place.
2: So do they like I?
3: I don't know. Do they like, like, yeah, they like ghost ride? Like they like bail out of the car? <laughs> I yeah, probably, but.
2: <laughs> that's, that's an interesting Well, if they're
0: point. never seen again. Yeah,
2: then... part of me wants
3: <laughs> to be like, that's just a suicide mission. <sighs> yeah. <to the> point.
0: <laughs> I don't
2: know. I guess that's like a. I
0: mean, 4th of July is basically already that. The amount of people that fucking die every year in firework related explosions yeah. or like fires started by fireworks. Yeah. Hell, one year I went with a couple people. Um, actually, Vrak was involved in that one. Where we went over to, um, it was always him. Yeah, <laughs> he he gets involved in a lot of dumb situations. Um, he wasn't the cause of this though. We were just an audience. It was, um, over in uh, Cayugas um, at their pier. They were shooting off fireworks for the Fourth of July, and one of the uh, you know it was like the actual firecrackers that would mm-hmm. explode in the air. Well, one of them accidentally tipped over before it launched, and the pier was on fire. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is, like, an official event? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. You
2: know, so if I said correct, that assume... would
0: be like, yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> I, I assume that it, like, didn't get out of hand, though, right? Um, well, the pier was on fire. fire. <laughs> but... Also, there were surfers walking in the bay, and you could see the plasma just, like, staying on fire in the water next to them <laughs> and they kept like getting closer to it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that's... Jesus. This was like in 2018 so it's been a little while. Okay. No, that's that, three that,
3: years. That's not a little while.
0: See, it's, it's a long time ago. It's a long gap. Alright. You know? Sure. Yeah. For They've, like our age gap.
2: They rebuilt the
0: pier. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that's All right. That was terrible. So, oh, so, well, they didn't have to rebuild the pier. There's just a big staying there now so learn...
1: <laughs> <liked it>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so learned helplessness
0: yes learned helplessness um, just like the people in the pier they learned not to escape the exploding fireworks <laughs> yeah, um, because all the
2: all the audience members of coyoers had electrodes on their feet
0: <laughs> yeah I put them there. <laughs> Uh, But yes, so learned helplessness. So the dogs, they were strapped in, the electrodes were on their feet, they couldn't get away from them, and they were just consistently shocked. And there was no way for the dogs to terminate said shock since they couldn't escape. Mm -hmm. So those dogs were, you know, pretty well scarred. Yeah. Then there was the active condition, though, where there was an escapable shock, where they were still strapped into that device, but... but Uh, added to it was like a little button that the dogs could push with their nose and those dogs very quickly learned hey if i press this button um, i won't be shocked so those dogs eh, had a much better day (laughs) Mm -hmm. then there was the second part of the experiment where all groups received the same condition an escapable shock so this time they could actually get away but what they did was um, they uh, created a shuttle box essentially that was like halved in two and there was a little window where the dogs could jump back and forth between the two because one side of the box had electrodes on it that would shock them and the other side didn't and each side of the box had a uh, like a little light or sorry no both sides of the box had the electrodes on it but uh, only one side would be on at a time so they could jump back and forth to escape the shocks and the dogs would know that a shock was about to go off because like, a couple seconds before the shock would occur, there was a light bulb that would light up on one side that, that they were on, so they knew, okay, i got to jump over to the other side. So, okay. for those, those dogs who were allowed to jump back and forth between the two sides of the box, um, uh, because one side wasn't electrified while the other one was, they were a little agitated at first, but they quickly learned, like, okay, this is all i got to do, is just jump back and forth. <laughs> but there was another... Version of it though, where both sides would always be electrified. So the dogs would initially try to jump back and forth to escape the shock, Mm -hmm. but they didn't. But they couldn't escape it. it Yeah, because it was just always electrocuting them. So Uh they eventually just gave up. There's no point. They would lay down and just take it. They wouldn't (laughs) even whimper.
3: Not to laugh at electrifying (laughs)
0: dogs, but... So what do you guys think?
2: Some of them them started to love it, and they'd roll around on the (laughs) electrified floor.
0: That's what you were doing when you came in here. Yeah.
2: That was was military (laughs) stratagems.
0: Yeah, because you've been in the
2: military. I I mean, I'm I'm in a military band. It doesn't fucking
0: count. really, sorry.
2: (laughs) I don't think it does either. (laughs) Um, but I get free accolades, so.
0: <laughs> You're like, here's the purple heart. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I just get lumped in with the people in the band who actually served in the military. Oh,
0: hey, you know, do you get a, you, you, are you going to get pension? No. Oh, well, that's probably for the best. Yeah. But was... also a little disappointing. Probably uh, get makes, away with it I think it seems fair. <laughs> like what? What, you don't deserve a pension because you weren't in the military? Yeah. Well,
2: I'm not going to complain about that. <laughs>
0: Well, I can. Um,
2: okay. And if you want to take my case to the government, feel free to do so. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to it. I'm sure it. I'll be
0: put on a list. Yeah, oh, yeah. I probably yeah. already am for this fucking podcast. Is this the fucking electrocuting dogs guy? <laughs> like, no, I'm just the guy that reported on it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't shoot You want to kill fucking...
2: You want to <laughs> kill Beethoven, don't you? <laughs> This dude a... wants
0: to electrocute like to Beethoven! <laughs> Wait, are you implying you're Beethoven? No. I'm... Or
2: you're the dog Beethoven? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm implying the Beethoven the dog. So Let's you see. are the dog okay, Beethoven. All right. Not me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I am. I started
0: those films. Of course. No, that's you in a suit. <laughs> or actually, it's not even a suit. You're just on all fours. <laughs> oh, God. All right. All right. So, next study. Uh, this one is... Uh, William Sheldon's body types and personality wait, study. Wait,
2: wait, real quick, going back to the other study. Um, so the end. Let me. So when you say like the between like when the dogs were in the harness, are you saying it's the same dogs that were put into the box? Uh, different
0: a different set.
2: Different set of dogs. Okay. Yeah.
0: But in but, each case, like the the dogs that had a way to escape the shocks, they quickly learned. Hey, take that. Did. Okay. As far as the ones that realize I, there's no escape, they just they okay. they wouldn't even like. Oh, you complain. didn't
3: even you uh, didn't even talk about the end of the thing where they put the dogs that always were shocked into a place where they could escape and they just okay, didn't see. That's yep. what I was wondering. Yeah, I was going to ask. They just didn't. They okay. just stayed on the shock.
0: They would yeah. Sit. They would essentially okay. put them back into the condition that the other dogs were in okay. control, where they could actually go back and, and forth. That's what care. I was wondering because I assume yeah. that
2: would be where the learned helplessness comes. Yes, yeah. yeah. is that they didn't even give a fuck. Well, yeah. they gave a fuck, but they didn't.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it, and unfortunately, that research has since also been used to try to um, to extrapolate like why people in, you know, like, poor socioeconomic positions who have some opportunities sometimes to get out of it don't. But also, that kind of sounds like victim blaming. So. Yeah, a little bit. Especially when it's a lot of rich white people that are running those kind of studies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So next study, though. A little more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're, well, not if you're the person in these pictures, but, uh, William, <laughs> I won't be showing pictures at this time. Okay. Um, because those pictures are under lock and key and you have to get special permission to be able to use them. So, William Shilton's body types and right. personality <laughs> studies. <laughs>
2: That's interesting in its own, right?
0: Well, yeah, there are lawsuits involved with those images when people realize that, oh, hey, there's naked pictures of me in museums for the uh, public to see. So, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. How long have they been there? 20 years. Okay, I don't like that. <laughs> I mean, I think they should believe their body's a temple. Like, I, I know I do. Like, yeah. I'd be fine with that. Mm-hmm. Some people just have some weird hang-ups. Yeah.
2: I mean... <laughs> 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 it was, it's probably really the electrodes in their cocks that oh you...
0: <laughs> oh, you know, pay some people make good money for that, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. <laughs> Those people have a hard time getting into the studies for some reason.
0: A hard time? <laughs> <laughs> Those are awful.
3: <laughs> you chose of... this one. Yeah, it's are right?
0: Alright, so, uh, Sheldon. Um, and no, not the Sheldon from Big Bang Theory, though I could kind of, considering that character's personality, I could kind of see him doing this.
2: Um, I'm sorry, but... this, again, this involved naked men? Photos
0: of... Well, naked men and women. <laughs> okay. So, specifically, um, he the... used nude posture photos that had to be at the at the time were required by like various colleges Mm -hmm. for students to be taken to be able to like check their uh, their medical health Mm. it's ridiculous it's a weird aspect of the history of higher education yeah there was a time where you had to get your, your pictures of your naked body taken Really? But it was only supposed to be made for medical use. Yeah. But Sheldon was like, yeah, this is medical use. <laughs> <laughs> this counts. So, yeah, so in this case, it was the posture photos of students from different Ivy League universities and the Ivy League, specifically the Ivy League Seven Sisters Colleges, uh, which were like all girls' schools. That um, And they were used to investigate possible links between body shape and personality throughout the 1940s and 1960s. So, yes, this is a personality test based on your naked photos. <laughs> Alright. So, the photos were used, of course, without the knowledge or consent of the students.
3: Okay. Uh, That's it. Alright.
2: I think, I think, I think this study would, I don't know, it might be a little more legitimate if the naked photos had, like, Snapchat captions. <laughs>
0: Like, like don't screenshot this purpose. or I'll <laughs> kill you. Yeah, if it was like if it
2: was in like more recent times and they got a bunch of college students naked Snapchat photos that they were. Where are you going? With that they were. I was trying to think of a sexual pun like sexting for Snapchat. I think I came up with Snapchat.
1: <laughs>
2: that might why. actually be I better.
0: But anyway, you can get a grant with that. Thousand dollars for naked photos. I'll take it. <laughs>
3: Not pensions, Well,
0: I mean, like the researcher would get a thousand dollars, they could probably pay the, the undergrads like five. That's
3: a bit of a stretch, I'd say like three. <laughs> yeah, <that's>
0: <laughs> <true>. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go, go on. So, yeah, the photos are used with their knowledge and consent, and um, they were labeled as three, they labeled three types of genetically determined body types known as the somatotypes now. Um, Those being the endomorphs, with the sort of pear-shaped bodies that include a decent amount of body fat, the mesomorphs, which are the muscular, lean-type bodies, and the ectomorphs, with long, skinny bodies. And they would try to determine the personalities of each of those people based on the shapes of their bodies. Like, so if you were a, an endomorph, it's like, well, you know, you're fat, so you must be kind of slow and dumb and want affection. Um, (laughs) yeah, you got to remember, this was done at the time of like phrenology when it was still popular. Um, and it was very, it was very much accepted into the popular culture. Um, Hmm. when was this again? Uh, this would have been the, through the 40s through the 60s. So this went all the way up until, like, the Civil Rights Movement. Shit. It was only because one of the, one of the former college students from the Seven Sisters Ivy League, uh, she was at a museum and she saw her naked photos up on display and was like, Oh. oh. <laughs> Damn, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> like, Damn, I look good. <laughs> So he named um, these uh, different body types after the three germ layers of embryonic development. So he was just pulling a bunch of pseudoscientific bullshit. Yeah, sounds
3: like... Just...
0: So it's like, you know, the, the endoderm for the endomorphs, which is supposed to be like the development of the dig- digestive tract because the digestive tract influences your personality because, oh, you're because, the fat one. Because you, you
2: eat. You love to eat so much. <laughs> Name you after your gut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
0: And there's the mesoderm, which, you know, involves, you know, what becomes the muscle, uh, the heart, different blood vessels. It's like, oh, so, like, you know, you're strong. So you that, you must be, like, the fast, quick-witted type, right? <laughs> okay. You have a lot of strength and personal character.
2: Wait, they, they did, they associated... Muscular physique with quick wittedness I was gonna say, I know a the... of... dumb muscular guys. <laughs> I
3: wasn't gonna say it, but <laughs> no, it's a stereotype. I
2: mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, but I mean, I just don't see how you could make that connection.
3: Yeah,
0: Oh, uh, because all the all the blood from your blood vessels is just pumping straight I to mean, your d- brain. Did
2: they have data on these like
0: students' personalities? Oh no, no, what? no! They're just going off the photos.
2: But <laughs> <What>? that makes. <laughs> That's literally just speculation. <laughs> don't, don't worry; they're
0: going off of embryonic development too, you know, off of embryos, which is nothing. Embryo, yeah, <laughs> embryos that that weren't the students either. <laughs> I thought that this the, this
2: like experiment at least had like data on the students that they were like, oh well, <laughs> these. Well,
0: <laughs> one of sh- one of sh- um, Sheldon's main assistants, Barbara Honeyman Heath. Um, who helped him compile what would become his major book on the subject, *The Atlas of Men*? Later, accused him of falsifying data that he used in writing the book. <laughs> so, yeah, he really did just okay. pull this out of his okay. uh, out of his fetus. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Where were we... Oh yes. So, kind of in dangerous. 1954, um, in his 1954 book *The Atlas of Men*, Sheldon categorized all possible body types according to a scale ranging from one to seven for each of the three somatotypes and the thing is is while this scale of personality isn't used anymore um you know this sort of categorization of different body types as like endomorph mesomorph and ectomorphs still used today in like multiple health settings that's stuck yeah, that's I mean, just just in terms of like, like body the types. actual physical characteristic. Yes. Like part of it's like wrapped up with like BMI and stuff, too. Uh, yeah. so. okay. It's just that it has a very dark, dark history. Yeah. Um, including <laughs> things like, you know, um, from each, from on that one to seven scale from each type number, uh, Sheldon extrapolated that an individual's mental characteristics could supposedly be predicted. So it's like, oh, so this person's like a, a five on the fat scale. So he's slow, but it's not that slow. Five on the fat scale. Fat scale. <laughs> oh my god. Sheldon, um, for his part, you know, he contended that, or he he contended that criminals tended to be mesomorphic. So if you were sort of lean and built, then you were a, a, a fucking asshole. <laughs> But, hey, well, I'm, in, I'm just working in the laboratory. These muscular guys are mean, mean <laughs> to me. It might be criminals.
2: But at least they're quick-witted.
0: Yeah. We got that going for them. can't <laughs> <They outsparted> me. <laughs> <laughs> then Sheldon believed there were, um, you know, the three different types of personality associated with each of these somatotypes, which we've kind of gone over. And unfortunately, this theory has led to the perpetuation of certain harmful stereotypes. Like, people still think that, you know, fat people are fucking slow and maybe a little dumb. Like, l- there's literally a fucking character on The Office uh, that is fat and slow and dumb just because he's fat and he likes to eat. So these stereotypes are still around.
3: Yeah, that's kind of
0: so, Sheldon, if you didn't already guess it, expressed... Uh, explicitly racist views on how people's appearances betray their true potential. Really, I'm
3: not surprised.
0: (laughs) For example, he believed that Mexican children stopped intellectually developing at age 10.
3: Jesus Christ.
0: Which, you know, I'm part Mexican, so yeah, it (laughs) tracks. At age 10? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Damn.
0: Yeah. (laughs) No, just pretty racist. You
1: know, Sean's kind of an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: oh, you didn't think he... Oh, yeah, no, the guy who was saying your personality yeah. is based on how fat or thin you are is an asshole. Yeah. What? Your 12-year-old's still going to school? What's the point in that? <laughs> He's a fucking Mexican. Oh, my gosh. He should Jesus. be working at Taco Bell. Dude. <laughs> Again, I'm Hispanic. Uh, I can get away with it. Um, no. <laughs> it's fine. Mexicans from Mexico may not like it, but I, I I'll be. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you know,
2: I kind of. now that I'm looking at you. Yeah, you know, I, I would expect this
0: kind of behavior from a Mezomar. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing I haven't stabbed someone. You're, you're <laughs> <laughs> um, so, at the height of Sheldon's, oh, you're gonna love this particular. So, you know, like that stupid magazine, Cosmopolitan. Yeah. So, and you know how they usually have, like, personality tests and stuff? Like, little pop tests or whatever?
3: Why are you assuming that I know...
0: Hey, i have fucking read them. I would I would hope that... Like, cause you've, like, in, like, um, like, just, like, at grocery store checkouts, if you ever just, like, look through the magazines, because bored. I've see, I never pick them up. Nah. At least, like, see the headlines. Right? I, yeah, I mean, They're I... they like, yeah. take this test like inside the or words. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I just think you would think it's really funny in particular, because back... In the '40s and '50s, um, his those personality tests were based on his research. <laughs> See, that's a sigh of hilarity. All
3: right, <laughs> I, I was a little young for like the the height of magazine culture in the '2000s ish. You know what I mean?
0: What about the '50s? It's yeah. not
3: really a thing anymore. No, yeah, I'm a little, 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 little,
0: little. '40s, right? <laughs>
2: it is weird it never magazine culture not, never seemed not trashy yeah. oh it's always been trashy yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were using Dude. tests saying oh podcast. yeah yeah no, you're, <laughs> you're like oh you oh you're, but I mean, oh, you, you're gaining weight housewife oh, sure. so you must be slow and dumb here take this pill we're
2: advertising <laughs> but you were saying that was also in like the popular like that, his his ideas were. It like, was pretty popular. Were yeah, were, were like held in popular belief. Yes. So I mean, that, that wouldn't have been considered trashy then.
0: Yeah, uh, it was it a trashy magazine?
2: Okay, yeah, I mean, sure. But, I mean, if, if <laughs> I mean, if those ideas, I mean, it would be. I don't think like people at the time, if they're like, oh yeah, fucking, fucking endomorphs and shit, if they're thinking that yeah, when they're reading of, these personality quizzes, and I'd be like trashy ash really magazine a... talking about endomorphs
0: i mean if you look at the covers from those magazines even at that time it's, it's
2: all just yeah it's, it's all it's just clickbait oh
0: yeah, yeah it's clickbait it when you actually had to like go up to a magazine and physically page bait oh, okay. well it's good to know it's good to know it's always
3: <laughs> yeah never it's never been that way.
0: oh like just journalism in general has always been trashy and yeah I, all anyone who's going to school for journalism i'm sorry but, Sorry, you know, that's the history of the field. It's true. You're trash. Get over it. You're the trash queen. <laughs> oh my god. All right, next study though. Ain't that Pulitzer? <laughs> you better write about the fatty's too slow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm imagining a fucking like an article, fatty too slow. And it has like a black and white fucking photograph.
1: Fatty
2: like,
0: too
1: slow.
2: <laughs> like all those fucking like like a dust bowl photograph.
0: Uh, like you're like you're, you're, no one's smiling, of course. It takes yeah. like thirty minutes to develop a photo. So. But it's just it's just uh, it's just, uh, it's just uh,
2: a struggling. Oh my gosh! Just struggling overweight guy. <laughs> Fatty too slow. <laughs> It has has a fucking numeral, too.
0: That sounds like something that the fucking, like, Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter (laughs) would post. Terrible. They did, the the Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter and the KFC Twitter did get into a fight yesterday. Mm, Really? Yeah. Wow. That sounds, (laughs) sounds dumb. It's almost like, well, it's almost like trying to give brands personality a bad idea. (laughs) Okay, so third study uh this is this one should be man you may be familiar with it it's the tuskegee study of untreated syphilis in the negro male so yes you can already tell it's going to be racist Mm -hmm. so this took place back in the 19th uh in in the the early 30s up until like 1972 uh in macon county alabama for 40 years yes and yes, this is the third podcast in a row where I will be picking on Alabama in some way, shape, or form.
2: They'll get over it.
0: Yeah, well, come on. It's not like they, they'll they understand pull. any of
2: this. Alabama will pull.
0: <laughs> Maybe they won't. Not at this rate. Apparently they all have symbols.
3: <laughs>
0: so, um, this was conducted by the U.S. Public Health Service. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Jesus. Um, with the Tuskegee Institute, and it involved 600 African-American men um, with 399 that had syphilis and 201 without syphilis. So they were com- trying to compare the prognosis of uh, syphilis over the course of decades. Because, it, you know, in the early 30s at that point, you know, we still didn't have a treatment for it yet. Mm-hmm. We still hadn't quite figured out how to use penicillin and stuff to treat syphilis. And man, there were some pretty grody uh, treatments for syphilis back in the olden days. Like, if if you know anything about how Blackbeard died, it, it's pretty great. <laughs> do you know how Blackbeard died? No, I don't <laughs> think I want to know. Oh, trust me, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... So you know, he was Blackbeard he he had sex with a with a lot of whores, so he he contracted syphilis late in his life. As you do. But of course, in the 1800s, (laughs) or sorry, 1700s, there wasn't exactly a treatment or a cure for syphilis. I mean, there were treatments, but they Mm -hmm. weren't very good. Probably the most common one at the time was to take um, mercury that had been melted to its boiling point. Oh, yeah. I know
3: about this. Yeah. You told me about
0: that. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) (laughs) So for the listeners... The fact fact that this has come up before... (laughs) So, the li- I, I, I try to tell the story as much as possible. So, the listeners, um, for you guys... Up,
2: you were talking about X-Men, and this came up.
0: Yeah. Speaking of Quicksilver... <laughs> it wasn't... Do you want to hear what he put up his cock? Oh, so, so, for all the listeners out there, what um, what was done to Blackbeard and other people who had syphilis at the time was that they would uh, take um, melted mercury and inject it up through the urethra until it filled the bladder, and then the poor um, person who was being treated had to urinate out the uh, all the mercury from his bladder through his urethra once again. And it was supposed to help kill whatever infection was in his bladder. Uh, unfortunately, all it really did was just make people go insane, because that's what mercury poisoning does. And they were already going insane because they had syphilis, and that tends to do that if it's untreated too. So they were just getting fucked from both ends. That's the reason why Blackbeard was probably lighting his beard on fire before he went into hijack ships.
3: again, as you do.
0: So whoa. So yeah, the at the yeah. time, you know, the U.S. Public Health Service and Tuskegee Institute, they were like, yeah, we probably need to know what's going on with syphilis. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. The fact that they were using black people, yeah, a little. Yeah, that's a little. Little especially oh, cool. yeah especially when there's a lot of you know white guys who are doing this, who but you know fine at the time there really wasn't a cure for syphilis and they actually were trying to collect real data on it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some problems that would later occur with this though. I can't imagine. Really? Oh yeah, no. Especially with the tone of this podcast, you think that <laughs> you think that it would have just gone swell i would imagine imagine, yeah lingo from the top it's swell Mm
2: -hmm. i'm actually i'm curious as why syphilis just still exists today right i would imagine it would be gone by now with how well this study must have gone
0: uh i i blame coachella so (laughs) (laughs) so um this experiment was um, burning
2: man it should be a lot of burning man (laughs)
0: quick, get a Mercury. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just, just Mercury d- dripping out of the Burning Man statue <laughs> out of his dick. Oh. <laughs> well, it would be dripping since it's on fire. It doesn't melt in Yeah, I love it, too. <laughs> so, uh, the experiment was conducted in two parts. Uh, initially, um, it was uh, about 69 months with it was only supposed to go on for about six to nine months with treatment following, but there was a modification that was added that eliminated treatment after six to nine months and prolonged the experiment for several years. So initially, this yeah, this was only supposed to go on for less than a year, and then they are like, well, this is going so well, for watching these people die from syphilis, so let's just, you know...
3: Keep going.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is kind of cool. <laughs> oh, and this guy's nose is falling off. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what
2: data were they trying to collect in specific? Just anything they could see about
0: yeah, they just wanted to the see development how would, of the... Yeah, they just wanted to see how what would happen if a guy had syphilis for 40 years. Okay. Which, you yeah, know, we kind of already knew, but...
3: Yeah, I'm not sure that's like a shock.
0: I mean, there's already been multiple throughout American history, like just syphilis outbreaks, and in other parts of the world too. Like there have been entire towns that have just died off because everyone got syphilis because no one could stop fucking the people that had syphilis yes. for a day.
3: Sorry, like... <laughs> like look, I gotta get laid. <laughs>
0: it's like, hey, hold on. And could you imagine the guy who had like long-term syphilis though? It was like his fucking nose was falling off and still trying to get laid. Lay. He's like, hey, you know, I think I think he might got disease. No, no, no. No, baby. This is the... <laughs> this is
3: normal. <laughs> don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> this is cosmetic. <laughs> <laughs> so, what makes this really unethical too is that many of the participants were unaware they had syphilis. Well, okay. I don't
3: How did hmm. it? Because some of them
0: were actually a good chunk of them were given syphilis.
3: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. How? this is what the government well they thought many of these people um, you know they were very poor African Americans who could not afford medical treatment so mm-hmm. they uh, and of course this was being conducted by the. US public Health Service yeah. so when they saw advertisements from them that said hey no free treatment for you know quote unquote bad blood um, many of these poor men were like, oh hey sweet I'd go do that and they were just given syphilis. Just re- injected
2: them. for and they were supposed to receive
0: Oh, they were they weren't supposed to receive any real treatment.
2: No no no, but what we, what did they sorry, well I didn't I didn't quite understand what the impetus was for them to go
0: oh, they get thought, injected with syphilis. They thought they were being treated for bad blood disease.
2: Oh, I thought that There's reason bad this is not blood ever. okay, I yeah. thought I thought the bad blood was in reference to syphilis.
0: Well, I mean if you have syphilis maybe, maybe, you have some bad blood. But... Yeah,
2: but I thought that's what was we saying you're to attract people with syphilis. But these people just were like, "Oh, yeah, bad blood," give and them then... <laughs>
3: I'll fix that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 well, we can't treat Similis. you for bad blood unless we first <laughs> give you a <laughs> give you blood. Blood, so.
0: <laughs> so yeah, they were never told they were given supplements. Okay, wow. All right. So the That's... incentives for treatment, and of course, involve, you know things like free medical examinations, free rides to and from the clinic. Uh, meals upon examination that's how poor these people were okay, I see. like ye- yeah. getting to eat mm-hmm. was an incentive <clears throat> treatments for minor for other minor uh, ailments so it's like oh you got like you got the sniffles here now well, now you be... got the
2: sniffles
1: <laughs> 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 oh
0: good. and this... i appreciated that one thank <laughs> you so you. <laughs> <laughs> much <laughs> it was really dumb <laughs> And the uh, and this one's the most telling of all. Free burial arrangements after death. Oh, oh God. Oh, uh, you think that, like, that was
3: part of the... Well, maybe they but, didn't read the fine I print. Mean,
0: well, they weren't telling them the yeah, fine print they were They <laughs> probably weren't like, given any on, paperwork.
3: Come on, man.
0: But yeah, some of these people got pretty old. Like, here's some pictures of men who were given syphilis who, uh, to this day, we don't know who they are. It's oh. given on Mark Graves. <laughs> So um, if you want like a timeline of this, you know, in 1932 the experiments began, and the first major paper on this experiment was uh, published back in 36. Uh, the study at the time was criticized due to uh, not knowing if the men were actually being treated for their syphilis or not.
2: because which they weren't, but they
0: weren't. Which they weren't. They weren't. <laughs> Um, by 1940, the men in the study were denied entry into military service, because right when the war broke out, they were like, hey, we gotta make sure these guys don't spread syphilis. By 1945, penicillin was finally accepted as the common treatment of choice for syphilis. But these men were still not told they had syphilis, <laughs> and they weren't given penicillin. Oh. Even after... There was a cure for syphilis. Even after the, the point of this syphilis. study...
2: It's like, oh we need to find a cure for syphilis. Oh, a cure for syphilis? Well Better keep this shit going.
0: <laughs> under lock and key, baby. Keep this shit trucking. Well we gotta see what happens if they we need don't to find a cure. <laughs> we gotta see what happens if we don't give them the cure.
2: <laughs> so we can find a cure.
0: Yeah, we gotta find a different cure. I mean, come on, like penicillin, it's too close to penicillin. <laughs> Ow. A bad joke. Ow. Uh-huh. Still Terrible. <laughs> he laughed.
3: It's still a bad joke. <laughs>
0: You're still laughing at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, by 1947, there were rapid uh, rapid treatment centers now available for those with syphilis, but men who were in the study were declined treatment. So even so. though there were places, like, just, like, What's fucking that? pop tents where people could go to get their syphilis treated, like, bing, bang, boom, here, no more syphilis, these men were told that, nah, 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 No, just not our you. syphilis. <laughs> I mean, no, it's your syphilis. I mean, you don't have syphilis.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they probably, they've probably been looking after the syphilis for so long, it's like a pet. Like... And now you gotta
0: remember, <laughs> not, since the, the, the men who were like, given syphilis were never told they had it. They would go home and have sex with their wives. Mm-hmm. God. So then their families. The government
3: just created a civil outbreak break. Yes. Awesome. Yeah.
0: No, that was the U.S. government. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> not surprised. Ah, and you wonder why some people are worried about getting the COVID vaccine. Yeah. It's kind of our own government's <laughs> fault for causing this worry. Yes. Yes. Well, because when you look at the demographics, like the people that are usually like most hesitant. To get uh, publicly mandated like uh, health treatments is usually people from the African American community for a good fucking reason because they were used as syphilis <laughs> something.
1: Yes, and
2: very recently. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah,
0: this didn't stop until 1972 when the first Jesus. news articles came out. Because the, the press finally, you know, hey, not to, not picking on the press anymore. They did something pretty great. All they right. figured it out and they were like, uh. oh, we gotta publish this. And the government <laughs> was um... like, hey, we got penicillin for this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, guys. You can just make those papers go away. Don't include our names. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> uh, Fuck. Yeah.
2: Isn't that great? That's, that's pretty, that's, intense. that's really fucked up. <laughs> oh,
0: I... Yep. Would you have given them penicillin?
1: Yes. Are you at, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know
2: why. Oh, am
0: I
1: Am
2: mean, I yeah. the one in charge of the study? Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't think I, I, I like would have given them symbols in the first place. <laughs> I, I would,
0: yeah, I like to think that I would
2: I wouldn't be here.
0: Well, you'd like to think you would, but.
2: It's true i don't know if i was a 1940s scientist what i'd be doing
0: yeah he'd probably just be you know experimenting on monkeys instead yeah that's our segue yeah Mm -hmm. and dogs and that's our segue well the dogs one was like way after this that's kind of the sad thing (laughs) Um, oh yeah i forgot to tell you the, the, the dog scientist guy he was also partially involved with the uh with two different men whose names I'm blanking on at the moment, who would go on to create the torture techniques that were used in the war in Afghanistan and Iraq. Oh, okay. So huh. explains a lot because they kind of took ideas from his, I from what he gleaned from his learned helplessness studies. Yeah, yeah. He seemed like he had a uh, expertise in that
3: field. I'm yeah. Sure mo- motive, I'm not sure about
0: that. Yeah, yeah. It's too bad all the, it's too bad all the people from the Middle East weren't dogs. Then maybe it would worked. I'm saying they're people, damn it! I I don't know what to say to that. Me either. (laughs) We we Um, have fun on this podcast. All right. So, our our last study, though, Uh it's on uh, Harlow's monkeys.
2: Harlow's monkeys. Harry
0: Harlow. Okay. He worked with infant Reese's monkeys by putting them in cages with two different quote unquote mothers. So, Harry Harlow, he is responsible for our basic understanding of the idea of, like, contact comfort. Or that, you know, there should be, like, some sort of, like, skin-to-skin contact between mother and child. And that not o- babies not only need, um, you know, like, the basic necessities for life, like, you know, shelter and food... Uh, but they also need, uh, like, love and affection. Emotional support. Yeah, emotional support in order to thrive. Yeah. Uh, he was one of the first people that really Just like
2: the endomorphs.
0: Yeah. You know, they... they <laughs> just like the fat people. You fatty need so much attention. Fatty needs love. <laughs> <laughs> you can laugh at that. It's fine. God. <laughs> you already were laughing. You were just stifling it.
2: I mean, that was a New York Times article I saw called... <laughs> It was
0: just a couple of weeks ago. Daddy need love. <laughs> sounds like a reality TV show. It should be on TLC. <laughs> they probably said about a pregnant <laughs> mother in that case, though. <laughs> uh,
1: uh.
0: Uh, okay, so Harlow he was interested in that kind of research. So he had two different mother figures for the monkeys. He would separate the monkey, like infant monkeys, from the uh, the mothers at birth, and he would um, raise them through the use of like two. Um, surrogate mother figures. So there was a cloth mother that looked like a monkey, but it couldn't give milk, but it was very comfortable, and the monkey could cling to it and whatnot and sleep on it. And then there was a wire mother that didn't look like a monkey, but it could give milk. But it didn't have any cloth to make it like nice and furry and warm. Instead, it usually had stuff like spikes on it, or it was like electrified. <laughs> so what they found <laughs> was that the monkeys would cling to the cloth mother... Uh, when they wanted, you know, comfort, and or when they felt threatened. Whereas instead, um, they would only go to the wire mother when they were hungry. And sometimes, those baby monkeys uh, refused to go to the wire mother even when they were hungry. In fact, a couple of them died from starvation. That's really
2: sad. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, it gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least... They were in the loving arms of their real mother.
0: Yeah, they're <laughs> real in the real loving arms yeah. of their real their, mother of real, their towel real. Mother. <laughs> so, but ultimately, what he found was that these infant monkeys preferred warmth and comfort over food. And actually, I have a couple pictures. Uh, here's a picture here of like what that would look like. Some of them would literally like partially hang oh, on to the... the cloth mother while they're eating. To e- like. Wow. Yeah, because they just did not like being around this terrifying fucking thing.
2: Yeah, that has a fucking. Paper bag with eye holes cut out. Hard. Why do they have to it, do
3: it like that? Like...
2: It, it, it literally looks like someone who's like. So it's, it's like remember you put a you put a trench coat on it and put it in like a park.
0: So remember how I said a second ago that the uh, um, the sometimes the monkeys would go to the cloth mother to feel comfort when they felt threatened. Mm-hmm. Well, Harlow found an ingenious and also kind of devilish way to scare those monkeys and make them feel threatened Threaten on the land. monkeys? <laughs> yes, baby monkeys Of that. Oh, um, well. With a... Well, he created a me- mechanical monstrosity. <laughs> this fucking thing. But oh. <laughs> had like light up eyes and the mouth would open and the that head would tilt back scary. and forth. And its arms would shake around, That's... and it would, like, go on wheels towards the baby monkey. <laughs> what? And and the it... scientist is like, you know what we should
3: do? Take away these infant monkeys from their mothers to feed them and give them comfort, or scare the living shit out of them.
0: But hey, we learned... All day. We All le- day. That's a good idea. But hey, we learned infant monkeys prefer warmth and comfort over food. Fantastic. He... I... Yeah?
2: He ha- He was enjoying that. Oh, yeah. You know what you, you You yeah. build a fucking... <laughs> you take the time to build yeah. a fucking...
3: A monster? A just fucking, to scare monkeys? An
2: evil scientist fucking <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Who-ass robot to scare monkeys.
0: He basically made like a doll Instead of just banging a, a pot
2: face. and pan together or something.
3: Yeah, he could have just made loud noise. noises. He could have every other, other like study. study. Yeah. Or
2: whatever. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. You literally built...
3: Yeah, they could have done that. You want that. to see it again, don't you? Yeah.
2: <laughs> it looks like, um, fucking, like, isn't, like, oh, fuck, what is it? It's like, it's like the end card of, like, some cartoon has, like, a robot that looks like that.
1: Um, I don't know it's I'm sure it's think like There's, wrecked. like,
2: some studio that, yeah, you know, that's what I'm thinking of. Like. What am I thinking of?
0: Um, it's like a Looney Tunes cartoon?
2: No, or? it might have been, like, you just like they know how they have like those end
0: mm-hmm.
2: little, yeah. Just like of like different production companies that made the cartoon, yeah. Like those little things at the end. There's oh,
0: one... oh yeah. It, it, it's it like, was like, like, like it zooms it out. Be, yeah,
2: it might be Adventure Time that I'm thinking of.
0: I could yeah. The show is weird enough for something like that. Well, Do you think it... any of the writers tortured any baby monkeys? Probably. That explain their storylines. Yeah. Things on
3: that show.
0: Oh okay. yeah. I I think it tracks. Yeah. yeah. So, I hope he didn't think that was the end of this because it gets worse. Great. <laughs> to the monkey one or the studies? In the general? monkeys. Oh, great. Specifically. <laughs> oh, good. So. So glad. <laughs> so now we get into the second part of the experiment, which is affectionately called the Pit of Despair. Oh. So in 1971, Harlow's wife died of cancer.
2: Well, that's a good start. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who enjoys monkey torture.
0: Unrelated, but okay. Just <laughs> yeah. Just lost his wife. Yeah, so he's in a—he's depressed. Like, in a deep depression. In a pit of despair, you might say. Yeah. So he abandoned his research into maternal attachment and oh, decided instead fuck. to um, start researching isolation and depression. And he still had all those baby monkeys as test subjects. And he was breeding them, too, so. Well,
2: that's just being... That's just being economical.
0: <laughs> that's capitalism, baby! Yeah. <laughs> So Harlow's first experiments involved <laughs> isolating a monkey in a cage <laughs> surrounded by steel walls with a one with a one small one-way mirror so the experiments could still look in but the monkeys could not look out so just y- y- if you want to s- in the box it, it, look, it, it, look, it was basically this thing mm-hmm. except instead in this picture it's missing the like the uh, like the funnel dome that would be on top so that if the monkeys would try to climb out they would constantly slide down back to the bottom.
3: It's so messed up.
0: Oh yeah, no, it's, it's hilarious, right? <laughs> uh,
2: this is um, this is just from JoJo Part Two.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, you're <laughs> right. Except there's these not...
2: monkeys just need to learn how to use hamon.
0: <laughs> yeah, they need to learn their breathing technique. Yeah. <laughs> so the the only connections the monkey had with the outside, uh, with the world was when uh, the experimenter's hands changed its bedding or delivered fresh water and food. That's all they got. Mm -hmm. Other than that, they were completely alone 24-7. Sometimes for weeks on end, other times for months. Like, some of these baby monkeys, the moment they were born, they would just be put in this fucking box. So, yeah, there's a reason why I said this was depressing. So, Mm -hmm. uh, baby monkeys were placed in these boxes soon after birth. Four were left for 30 days. Four for six months and four for a year. After 30 days, the total isolates, as they were called, um, were found to be enormously disturbed. Yeah. Makes sense, yeah. Uh What makes you say that? (laughs) I just, I feel like
3: a lot of these studies, like, they didn't have to torture monkeys to understand the. Being alone might make you go crazy. Oh,
0: people at the time were saying this. Some of like his own fucking students were saying this. You know,
3: like, maybe you don't have to go this far. Like you could just. I think we can assume. Um, like,
0: I remember, I watched a house once for like three days by myself, and I thought I was going insane, and I had like TV to distract me. That's weak. Hey, come on. <laughs> well, fine. I'll put myself in a box that where I can't climb out of it. Yeah, there you go. yeah,
2: all you have is. You get a plate of food and water delivered to you every day. <laughs> we'll clean up like the that. mysterious and, hand. And when I open it uh, You have two, two VHS copies of the Donkey Kong <laughs> cartoon show. <laughs>
0: hey, that would actually keep me entertained for <laughs> at least a couple of days. <laughs> so, um, after being isolated for a year, the monkeys barely moved, did not explore or play, and were incapable of having sexual relations. Um, why they looked at that so- was interesting.
3: Yeah, that's
0: a good point. Hmm. When placed with other monkeys for a daily play session after being alone for a fucking year, and in many cases having never seen another monkey, uh, they were badly bullied. (laughs) Two of them refused to eat and starved themselves to death.
3: Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. Happy fun times. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Dead monkeys.
0: like. (laughs) Harlow himself would never admit that. Oh, you know, my research is because of this research, quote unquote, is because of my dead wife. But you gotta see how his depression is actively that doesn't shaping
3: excuse
0: this. It. Oh, it doesn't. No, <laughs> he was no, no, already no. a monster beforehand, <laughs> yeah. but the, like you can see how he's spiraled somehow even further, becoming a total monster man. Yeah,
2: maybe he should have looked inward. Yeah, instead of at <laughs>
0: monkeys. <in like> <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks inward, he sees a monkey. <laughs> so Harlow also wanted to test how isolation would affect parenting skills. But the isolates were unable to mate. Now, at this point, artificial insemination had not yet been developed. So instead, Harlow devised what he called a rape rack. Okay. To which the female isolates were tied um, in normal monkey mating postures and were raped.
3: I didn't think it could get worse.
2: And that's what he called it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you could have at least called it the... The the sexy stand. (laughs) I'm
3: sorry, is that your best name? Keeping the alliteration, (laughs)
2: obviously. (laughs) But no, he was, I mean... He was yeah. up front with it. He knew he knew what it was. One of his grads,
0: one of his grad students would defend him like on his naming conventions, be like, oh, he was just trying to be, you know, um, he was just trying to be controversial. Which I mean
2: Congrats. Good <laughs> job. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm sorry. I love it when scientists try to be controversial.
0: Yeah, that's the goal of science, right? Is, yeah. and empiricism, controversy, <laughs> monkey rape. <laughs> so, he, yeah, the, I, the, yeah. so after they'd been raped, he found that uh, just as they were incapable of having sexual relations they were also unable to parent their offspring either abusing them or neglecting them because they never had any social interaction so here's a quote from him not even in not even in our most devious dreams could we have designed a surrogate as evil as these real monkey mothers were as he like Snaps his fingers and goes, God damn my robot wasn't good enough.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I should have made a right bot. Shit. Oh
0: god. Artificial insemination wasn't ready yet, so it couldn't do that. Oh, I see. If he did, he, he would have invented it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he would have. In that case, I wonder if he had made a rape robot, if that would still be the way in which artificial insemination is done today. Like, someone goes, like, Planned Parenthood. Oh, God. And you just see that fucking robot going That's up and awful. down. Jesus Christ. And it just, like, puts a syringe. You're in. terrible. Oops,
2: that was the syphilis. <laughs> syphilis.
0: <laughs> I fucking choked! Oh, I wanted sign a syphilis. Oh, my God.
2: This is like a crazy world where all these studies overlap. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's it's really easy to tell how uh, monstrous they are when you just tell them back-to-back like this. So, having no social experience themselves, they were incapable incapable of uh, appropriate social interaction. One mother uh, held her baby's face to the floor and chewed his feet and fingers off. Another crushed... Her baby's no head. Ways. Most uh, of them simply ignore their babies. Two no- of them just went well, hardcore.
2: I, I guess that seems good by comparison.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I have no words. Wow. Uh,
0: <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, given the circumstances, I guess at least, just at least they got ignoring a little them is okay. <laughs> at
0: least they got a little meal yeah. when they bit off the hands and feet. <laughs>
2: I guess that's a, yeah, that's that's a
0: consolation. Yeah. I
3: guess. <laughs> uh,
0: it's like chicken fingers, monkey fingers. Uh, no. So these experiments showed Harlow what total and partial isolation mm. did to developing monkeys, but he felt he had not captured the essence of Wait. depression. <laughs> this wasn't enough. I'm, wow. um,
2: I'm just surprised with all this talk of like sensory deprivation and monkeys. Rogan hasn't picked this
0: one up yet. <laughs> give it, give it time he will probably end up. What What's his co host name? Like Jamie know. or whatever. He'll probably knock him to the floor one day and bite off his feet. <laughs> and then take some DMT. Okay. <laughs> Maybe not in that order. Maybe the other way first. <laughs> but. <laughs> Love you, Joe Rogan. <laughs> I
2: mean, is time really linear?
0: <laughs> you, know, you know, it's workful and bendable. Timey-wimey stuff. <laughs> um, Monkey-rapy stuff. Uh, so. <laughs> Um, he believed uh, sorry uh, but he felt that he had not captured the essence of depression which he believed was characterized oh really as a <laughs> of loneliness helplessness and a sense of being trapped and a or... sense of
2: having your fingers and feet chewed off by your mom <laughs> no that no. captures depression pretty well no because
0: it's not his depression oh i see because as he describes it a feeling of uh being sunk in a well of despair which is essentially what he was going through oh yeah so, hey, hey,
2: hey, students, I got a great idea. Put these monkeys in a well.
0: <laughs> oh, I wish they had. So. To you. Well, in comparison to, to what watch. happens, it would have been better. So. I mean, shit, they were do some real shit. Um, so, the ultimate aim of the research was to produce an animal model of depression. Um, it's actually been described as other researchers, like, when they created, like, those devices as being little more than a stainless steel trough, uh, with sides that slope to a, uh, rounded bottom. So, somehow, his fucking torture devices for these monkeys got even worse over time. It'd be even more isolated. And, um... You worse? some like... of the baby monkeys they would like try for like two days to climb out and then they would eventually as we saw learn helplessness study which is why i included it they mm. would give up
2: hey look at that
0: and they would sit in a corner okay. and just yeah like, cry and then eventually just be silent we're, we're using past information that we learned wow <laughs> yeah it's like, it's like being in class what a wonderful lesson <laughs> it's like going to like a geometry class and learning new stuff about like the rhombus forever. i've
2: learned to give up
3: <laughs>
0: That's um, just like in school. <laughs> it's a little too true.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, he already knows
2: it. Stainless steel trough of
0: despair. basically like, what the brass section is like. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the technical name for this new depression chamber was the uh, vertical chamber apparatus. Though Harlow himself insisted on calling it the pit of despair,
2: yeah, of course he did.
3: <laughs> Can you make yourself so
0: miserable Just... <laughs> somewhere else? Like, <laughs> yeah, get the therapist from. Like... <laughs>
2: Everyone else is trying. And to... He
0: had the money for it. He's a fucking doctor.
2: <laughs> Everyone else is trying to maintain some sense of legitimacy by giving more technical names to these yeah. things. Yeah, like, the He's like, pit of despair. Right, brack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it was a worse name first. He had first wanted to call it the Dungeon of Despair. Oh, okay. And also used terms like Well of Despair and Well of Loneliness. <laughs> um, oh, geez. His colleagues tried to persuade him not to use such descriptive terms, uh, that would. And that a less visual name would be easier politically speaking. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I
2: mean. <laughs> I don't know if those people are better for trying to do that <laughs> but I think they're right A political and correctness. Susan said exactly it would, would be better it would be it would be better for the study to
0: be digested by the general <laughs> audience political cor- correctness is very important yeah. yeah in the torture of baby <laughs> animals yes
2: you gotta choose your words
0: careful yeah <laughs> PETA would agree with that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Jeans <laughs> god damn it my own fucking joke i shouldn't be laughing at that so gene sackett of the university of washington in seattle one of harlow's doctoral students who went on to conduct additional deprivation studies so this would be continued for future generations just not to this degree this is
2: another example of learned helplessness yeah you just got (laughs) to keep doing what what your daddy told you um (laughs) he was stuck doing a depression study to get his degree and now he has to do depression studies (laughs) for the rest of his life
0: oh depressing (laughs) <laughs> so,
3: that doesn't seem very ethical
0: <laughs> He's been quoted as saying He first uh, Wanted to call it a dungeon of despair Can you imagine the reaction To that <laughs> Can you imagine what the public would say Not. Can you imagine how tortured Those baby monkeys were <laughs> So most of the monkeys placed inside of it uh, Were at least three months old And had already bonded with others so unlike the previous okay. monkeys... They've already
2: had social interaction.
0: Yeah, and then they were like, no, no more. they like, if I picked you up and Bye. just be like, let's put you in a cage. Um, and the point of the experiment was to break these bonds in order to create symptoms of a depression. Which, that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like he already knew what he was doing. <laughs> it's like he didn't need to perform this experiment. It's almost like everyone knows that this would happen to a social fucking yeah. species. It's like with it's like with fucking Seaworld and other like marine parks yeah. that leave like whales and dolphins just mm-hmm. isolated by themselves for like decades at a time sometimes and go like, eh, it'll be fine. <laughs> There's no signs of depression. Sure they're gnawing on That'll the concrete be... till their teeth are nubs, but you know, come on, I do that too. <laughs> my check out check <laughs> out my dentist.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm surprised they didn't just come up with some study about how dolphins apparently need to teeth. <laughs> it's yeah.
0: Like, yeah, this oh, is, it's natural. It's very like natural. natural. Normal. It, it, it's a natural part of being a dolphin. Just like, you know, performing <laughs> in, in <laughs> the shows. Look, it, it, the the snout is uh, designed uh, or it's evolved so that the uh, ball balances on <laughs> it just perfectly. <laughs> I'm fucking worried SeaWorld will actually start saying that now. (laughs) So the chamber uh, was a small inverted metal pyramid with uh, slippery sliding uh, sides slanting down to uh, to the point. So all they had was just like the little point on the end of Leon. The monkey was placed in the point. The opening was covered with mesh. And the monkeys would spend the first day or two trying to climb up the slippery slides. After a few days, they gave up. Harlow wrote, Most subjects typically assume a hunched position in a corner of uh, the bottom of the apparatus. One might presume at this point that they find their situation to be hopeless. Yep. Mm -hmm. You agree Uh with that? Yeah, I would agree. What was your first clue? The fact that
2: they were put in a hopeless situation.
0: (laughs) Well, well, come on. Don't tell me you would give up that easily. (laughs) Take some initiative. (laughs) <laughs> That's like, that was like the motto of the Trump administration. <laughs> like, come on, we're building a wall, just climb over it. <laughs> Keep trying. So, uh, Dr. Uh, Suomi, another one of Har- uh, Harlow's doctoral students, placed some monkeys in the chamber in 1970 for his PhD. He wrote that he could find no monkey who had any defense against it. Uh, he said, even the happiest monkeys came out damaged. Oh. Yeah, that's the end okay. of the story. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. No happy ending here. No? It's just continued. Damaged monkeys, yeah. the end. <laughs> so, um... So, there were people... Did they find like, what they were looking for? Um, Depressed
3: yeah. Depressed monkeys? Yeah. Yeah, they found a lot of them. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: It turns <laughs> out that you can do this experimentally. Yeah, that's crazy.
2: That's crazy. I... We need to learn how to depress monkeys. Let's. Oh, I know how to <laughs> don't do it. Let's monkey. depress the fuck out of them. They don't uh, learn how to depress them. I wonder
0: if we're giving them syphilis will make them depressed. <laughs> uh, maybe we should put their fuck. naked photos up too for the other monkeys if... to see. <laughs> oh, there was. I forgot to say, there were some permutations of this experiment too where they, where they were only supposed to be partially isolated. So it was made so that the baby monkeys in their cages could actually just barely see another baby monkey in another cage, but they couldn't interact with them in any way whatsoever. So they would just have to like longingly wait and see uh, uh, as like these two babies just were just like dying for attention.
3: I feel like that's worse.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it is. That's like. Like, it's, like, actually torture. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm pretty it's like sure adding this the I mean, torture. Besides the other torture. It's, like, adding... It's, it's like, it, mental it, torture. Yeah, adding the, give the it little it. glimmer of hope
0: Yeah, just makes it that much worse. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Oh, I mean, at least they weren't... Oh God, or at least they weren't, didn't have their skulls crushed by their mother, so... Not yet. Yeah, I'd give time. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's uh, th- those are a couple examples of unethical research. Oh, what do you guys um, think? Um,
2: I I sound. Uh, I think they're unethical. Pretty uplifting, right?
3: Yeah, that doesn't sound very like uh, up to code.
0: Not gonna lie. Um, yeah. I, w- Like, what procedures do you think could have done differently? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I could. Well, first of all, they should probably be um trying to find something out.
0: Yeah. well they did find something instead out instead of just torturing monkeys yeah. for fun they should excuse probably me. have
2: an end goal
0: excuse me they had instead an of just... goal. or even oh, like really? a question to I begin with
2: they should have an end goal that's not making depressed monkeys giving people syphilis <laughs> like, a, like a
3: hypothesis I don't even
2: remember great. what the second th- one we talked oh, about oh calling uh,
0: fat people dumb and slow yeah, yeah. and yeah. posing their pictures yeah. in fucking museums and that that wasn't
2: that even that wasn't even, even, that wasn't even science
3: it. Like, yeah yes some bullshit
2: there's actually no. It's literally in Cosmo. Was
0: it was literally yeah. Cosmo magazine. No yeah, it, it,
2: that literally was just fucking pseudoscience.
0: Oh god. Uh, <laughs> there were people that were still trying to do that study, like up until the '90s too.
2: The the body type one. Yeah.
3: I'm not surprised, honestly. I get it?
0: I mean, yeah. It's a I lot mean, of
3: personality studies. That yeah. That
0: yeah, unfortunately, there's still quite a few that are all pretty much, yeah, bunk. Except, yeah. 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 Except they at least they aren't based on people's naked photos. <laughs> yeah. I guess that is, that's that's true. Just
3: asking the same five questions over and over, and they're <laughs> like, "Ah, yes, here's you in a box."
0: Here, would you torture a monkey? <laughs>
3: <laughs> would you give a person syphilis
0: and not yes? tell them? Introvert. Jeez. <laughs>
3: <laughs> ah, Yep, that's pretty fucked up. I, yeah, that's all I have to say. It's
2: really sad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what do yeah, you what's,
2: just what's sad about, Charles?
3: What's, what's just it? Bring us in here to be sad about.
2: It? I don't know. I mean, you did you did call this unethical.
0: <laughs> oh, um, I, excuse me. I think you're um, you're saying things about me that shouldn't be released to the press. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> at least not for another forty years. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh God.
0: So. I don't know where to continue on from that. I don't know. I don't think
3: there's any segue you could possibly...
0: Other than that, let's get some monkeys.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Remember to recycle your monkeys, I guess.
0: Oh, yes. And don't forget um, this podcast, depending on where you're listening to it, It's available on iTunes and Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, and many other places. So please check it out. Find it in the Wall of Despair. Yes, you can leave some comments (laughs) down there. Give us some hope. (laughs) Some social
1: interaction.
2: Yes,
0: but please, no syphilis.